Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 25 of Katie and Eric's Infinite Quest. Today we have M. Schultz on, co-host of True Crime and Paranormal Podcast, and That's Why We Drink. They were recently diagnosed with ADHD and agreed to come on and talk to us about it. We talked for much, much longer than expected, so we had to cut it down. But if you'd like to listen to the entire unedited, weird conversation that we had, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash infinitequest and become a member. I'll post the whole unedited thing there. As always, if you like the show, please give us a shout-out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever your social media app of choice is. We really appreciate it. Without further ado, here is our interview with M. Schultz. Transition. Is that okay to start off with the lemon? Who hurt you? So, um, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about lemon. Christine, if she listens to this, my co-host, if she listens to this, she's going to be quite thrilled, uh, Which, whereas I'm the opposite. Um, I assume you want to know who lemon is. Yes. So what I know is that you found you and Christine found a, a lemon under the bed in a Airbnb a couple of years ago, and you have since encased it in a proof Tony Stark has a heart style case. <laughs> and it's now sort of the mascot. You know, you're pretty much you've got it all together. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yep, we so we had a show in uh, San Jose, uh, I guess now two years ago. And we rented out an Airbnb when we were staying in town. And so after our show, we went back. And usually after a show, a lot of people don't know this because the show ends for them kind of earlier, but we don't usually get to relax until like one in the morning after a show. So we were kind of slap happy. And I think we were, it was the last uh, city we were going to on that leg of the tour. And so we were just like kind of like all goofy and really in high spirits that we were getting to like head home after this. And Usually that means we just stay up all night and it's like a big sleepover. And so Christine was kind of slap happy and found herself crawling under the bed. I don't really understand. <laughs> like she, tell, she tells me since it was an Airbnb, she was looking for murderers to make sure that she could sleep under that bed or sleep on the bed. On um, brand. Yeah. And um, she found a lemon and she, because it, it was so late and she was just super slap happy it was like the funniest thing in the world to her she thought it was so funny that a random person had accidentally rolled a lemon under there and the lemon hadn't molded it instead like petrified so it's like if you it's like hollow and you can knock on it and it's hard um and she really uh, grew an attachment to it and then (laughs) the entire world got sucked into this somehow so now we get most of the fan art we get is just lemons like people send us bags of real lemons bags of fake lemons there's pictures of christine and lemon holding each other like and i'm not even involved and then because people know that i hate lemon they send me the same kind of fan art ironically um <laughs> but yeah so now we have lemon in a little it's meant for golf balls it's a golf ball glass case and he's super glued in there so he will always be memorialized i suppose um but that's lemon i hate him <laughs> i hate him so much i don't understand i understand it but i think now the shtick is that i don't understand it and i've really leaned into that person <laughs> oh yeah so this is the weirdest uh in media res that we've ever opened the podcast with uh but for those of you who are very confused and baffled <laughs> about what's going on welcome to infinite quest i'm katie source i'm hey you uh, and we are honored and excited today to have m schultz from and that's why we drink uh pod ho- podcast host extraordinaire uh real cool human being uh we're really excited to have them so uh 
listen up folks we're really good at this we're really good at podcasting pucker up your ears pucker up your ears bitches we're doing this (laughs) um but no um and and actually uh if you're not listening to and that's why we drink first off what are you doing with your life um but second off the reason why we have em on today is because they were just recently diagnosed with adhd um and being a cool podcast type folks and being a generally all-around cool human being we're like hey you want to come talk about adhd with us nerds um so here we are. This was the best intro I've ever done. That was pretty good. I was, I'm very proud. <laughs> yeah, of it. yeah. Well, so just to just to start off and for context, um, I, I'd love to hear just sort of the obligatory. What what was your ADHD story? What caused you to seek a diagnosis, or did you like sort of accidentally get a diagnosis, as I've heard apparently happens sometimes? Well, what's the uh-huh. deal? So I actually wanted to um, save this for when we were finally recording, but actually one of your first TikToks is what made me realize I had ADHD. My first TikToks? Both. I follow both of you. Uh, and Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you that in the middle of me telling you I creep on you on in the internet. But no, I, I did. To be fair, I didn't remember that I had followed either of you. I'm taking a hiatus from TikTok. It got really overwhelming for me. Oh, but, um, <laughs> but I. I knew that I was uh, going to be working with you guys today. And so I, you know, went to go look at your, your handles and everything. And I was like, oh, I already follow them. And then a <laughs> bunch of my liked videos are your videos all the way from when I realized I, I was realizing I had ADHD, which was, I guess, somewhere in this summer. So whatever videos you were posting around then are the ones that I, I, that got me to wake mm. up, I guess. Um, so thank you, by the way, you've, you've done a service. <laughs> um, Damn. But, uh, <laughs> Shyamalan <laughs> twist this early in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a ringing endorsement. Um, but no, I, so the way that I found out really was TikTok. I would have had no clue had I not joined. And uh, I think it all happened because one day I, maybe my algorithm just was like, this fucker has like ADHD (laughs) so like let's just drive that content in um but also I have Tourette's and so I think one day I was just I just went into the search bar and just looked up Tourette's to see what Tourette's TikTok looked like and so many people also had ADHD so I just kind of got I kind of fell into that algorithm and started looking at videos and I was like oh holy shit I had no clue that I experienced all these things and uh I wrote a list for you because I knew I would forget um but just some of the things that if you mind if you don't mind i'd like to ex- no please, please. yeah I, just the homework you did homework for us this is oh so, i listened so i listened nice. to a bunch of your episodes last night i'm like my favorite one is the hygiene one okay we could talk about it forever okay so um okay some of the things that i was experiencing that i did not know were adhd hopefully because you helped me oh there's my neighbor by the way Hopefully because you helped me, I can also help someone. So that's my neighbor. Do you like that sound? It's we no, it's honestly fine. can't hear it at all. So oh, excellent. They're apparently hammering the floor. Um, okay. So I, first of all, was super forgetful all the time. Um, I had time blindness. I'm still super new to all the terms because I'm learning as I go. Um, but I can't follow... Um, through on any instructions it takes me days to get anything accomplished um usually the only reason i will ever get anything accomplished is because i'm 
completely under pressure or like about to be yelled at uh, as a grown adult ADHD mood yes that's the Uh, technical term for it okay (laughs) yeah I usually have I described it up until this summer that I'm motivated by fear that's how I've always described it because I was like well I'm not going to get anything done until someone's mad at me um I am late to everything easily distracted from all my work my insomnia is like through the fucking roof um I went to bed today at 5 a.m um I blurt out answers before people finish sentences. And I always thought that was just like a fun, quirky thing I did. And then people were like, that's the most (laughs) annoying thing you could ever do. Um, Also, I didn't know what stimming was, but I realized I'd been stimming in a bunch of ways my whole life. Uh, I get really sucked into the wrong things, which is one of the reasons I never even thought I could have ADHD because I was so, it was so easy for me to focus on things if I really liked them. Um, and just absolute 0% executive function. And uh, actually you said, Eric, you I was, because I really was listening to your episodes last night. You said <laughs> in the, you said in the hygiene episode that um, the, it affects you more as an adult now than ever, because now you're responsible for your own shit and time management and scheduling. Yeah. And then you talked about like, everyone should unify. And I guess you do that on your discord. It ended up turning into that. So that was like a ding, ding, ding last night for me where I was like, Oh, holy shit. That's exactly why this sucks so much more and why I never noticed it when I was a kid. So that was all of it. I'm so sorry for the word vomit, but do do not apologize. No, that's like, it's, it's funny too, because like so much of that is, is like my experience. Like you, like your list is very similar to my list. Oh, and it was also, the type of thing where like, I didn't know that a lot of that wasn't normal. I didn't mm-hmm. know that, you know, everybody doesn't deal with like, it doesn't take everybody three hours to fall asleep at night. Right. And so I think one of the, the weirdest things, I don't know about you, but for me, like one of the weirdest things about getting a late diagnosis is like watching all those sort of like puzzle pieces, like fall into place and going yeah. like, Oh, yep. Yep. I, I, And I also, I think this is not how I should think of it anymore, but just growing up and I hate the excuse that the world was different, but I was a a kid in the nineties and didn't really know much else. And anytime anything was quote weird, which I now know is not the professional term, but anytime (laughs) something was like off about me, I would just attribute it to Tourette's because I never actually really learned anything about my Tourette's either. It was just kind of a... I, I went to the doctors to get a label for why I was having weird tics. And then we just like never talked about it again in my family. And not that there was any shame to it. It was just like, oh, the doctor gave us an answer. And then we just moved on and like never really tried to learn any resources or anything like that. And um, so anytime something was, I guess, not neurotypical, I just said, oh, Tourette's and just bundled it away and never actually paid attention to what all this was. And even with... Um, When I got to young adulthood, depression hit like a freight train, which is really fun. And then anytime something sad or lazy about me happened, I would just attribute that to depression. So I had kind of two different categories. I would just place things in and never, it never occurred to me. I could just have ADHD this whole time. Well, and it's also like, this is a fun fact that I know, but 50% of kids with Tourette's also have ADHD. Fun fact. Yes, I found that out this (laughs) while in the quarantine and I was like, wow, I wish I could go yell about it to people, but 
I'm inside. So, but I, thank you. I'm glad that someone else has also heard that statistic. Yeah. Well, I have, I have myoclonic dystonia, so it's different than Tourette's, but I also have a, a tick. And it was something that like mine actually developed like later in life. Mm. And so I kind of like went, mine was like backwards. It was like, I had the ADHD and then the tick, like the other way around. Yeah. But it's been really interesting learning how much like, you know, like ticks and neurological stuff like Tourette's is connected to ADHD. Um, and in a lot of ways, like they still don't know why they're just like, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a thing. Isn't that silly? Isn't that silly? You're like, like, thanks, science. That was helpful. (laughs) One thing that really seems to be the case about ADHD is that it's like this underlying sort of ocean that a bunch of other things sort of are either arise from or are related to. Yeah. Like I would develop ticks for like months at a time. I would just have a specific tick and then it would go away and then another weird one would come up and then it would go away and another one would come back. And I always sort of attributed it to, strangely enough, my depression because I would go towards something and then totally just dis- like dismiss it, like be obsessed with something for like 20 minutes or a week or however long. Yeah. And then, you know, fuck off from it basically. And right. get immediately super depressed because I was mad at myself for digressing from the project. And so I would sort wow. of put the cart before the horse and go like, oh, it must be best because I'm depressed. Therefore I quit this task. And so it was really hard to distinguish between the two. And it sounds like, as I learn more yeah. and meet more people, that seems like that's a pretty ubiquitous experience. I had you just said things I didn't even know how to put into words. Yeah, that's <laughs> I have that same thing, and I always I knew that this an ambulance wants to say hi too. I'm so sorry, um, <laughs> but uh, I also always just the only thing I knew about Tourette's, the only real explanation I ever cared to venture out and learn about my own neurological disorder was that it had something to do with dopamine and I knew depression had something to do with dopamine so anytime I had like a high or a low or I had ticks or anything happen I would just be like oh there was some sort of weird spike or drop in my depression or my or in my dopamine and that explains all of this when really it could have just been like a whole other situation and now as I'm actually um doing more and more research about ADHD, I'm kind of wondering if I ever even had Tourette's because all of the symptoms that I've had, I I never had any of the really extreme symptoms, which I'm really lucky about, but in terms of stimming and tics and, you know, more of the subtle behaviors, um, they all fall under the uh, ADHD umbrella anyway. So now I'm like, maybe I never had it at all. And I've just been screaming about Tourette's since I was 12. So like I, it's quite a journey because I have no idea what situation I'm dealing what what uh what mental health issue it is that I can blame on my behavior (laughs) it's just like a grab bag and I have no idea what's going on so so okay so do you have no go for it okay so you 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 get on tiktok and you and you start sort of piecing these puzzle pieces together Mm -hmm. so but at the same time like i don't want to say you're living this secret double life because everybody knows but you know (laughs) you are a wildly successful podcaster you have a a, you know like a wonderfully incredible cool career so what was it like having that experience of like i am you know i'm very successful in my field and i'm doing all this like really cool stuff but like that the the struggle of like okay but now i've got like this diagnosis to take care of and and you know like was that weird like trying to balance that or like justify that or 
That's a terrible <laughs> question. No, 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 not at all. I, first of all, thank you for the kind words. Uh, and also I, I think this is like not the answer anyone wants to hear, but because I, we started the podcast four years ago. So nowhere before I was even thinking about throwing another diagnosis into my brain. Um, <laughs> but I think because I just grew up thinking this is normal and I'm kind of offbeat because I either have, I have some sort of dopamine issue. It was just kind of how I always labeled it. And, um, so I just didn't know any better. And so for me, ignorance was bliss. And I, I didn't know. And it wasn't even like I was comparing my hardships to other people's hardships. I was just like, oh, I'm someone who can't fall asleep at night. I guess I'll do my work at 3 a.m. instead of a normal hour. And so <laughs> yeah. it was luckily because, you know, podcasting is a, a job with so much freedom in it in terms of time management. Um, <laughs> it was... <laughs> Oh, it's oh, funny because wow. it's true. She said and, having finished last week's episode at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. You know, at least you're your own boss without like really any hard set deadlines because you can make the rules as you go. It was really, I think it almost made, kept me from learning anything any earlier because I was able to just kind of work around my own issues. And also I, my co-host, uh, she's also like, super wonderful and i we deal with a lot of i i don't know if, if she has adhd probably we're very similar in many ways but uh we at least have the same tendencies of like staying up late or you know hyper obsessing over certain things or you know being like getting overwhelmed on a task and not wanting to touch it at all and we'll do anything to avoid it um so we we have a lot of similarities so i think i never had to say like hey my adhd is acting up i think it was just like I don't want to do this. And she'd be like, me either. And then we, it was, we were really good for each other in terms of being able to lean on each other. So um, I think that's how I got through it. Just not knowing and working with what I had. Yeah. I'm also curious. So we spoke a little bit earlier about like how, as we get older, our, we're expected to manage our lives and our time right. ourselves rather than being told where to be and where to go. And so for me, I feel like when I was in school and stuff, I always knew where to be because Somebody told me I always knew what exactly. to do because somebody told me, and that was frustrating in a lot of ways. Are you thinking of that Ian McKellen? I, I was absolutely thinking of Ian McKellen. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Um, but uh, I don't know. By the way, I don't know what the inside joke is there, but I just thought it was so random that that was your thought. Oh man, do I have a YouTube video that I'm about to send to you so hard? Oh, perfect. I just heard Sir Ian McKellen. I was like, that's as weird as lemon. I'm fucking down. I just, <laughs> I laughed like, along. Like ten people listening were like, "Oh my god, that video!" Um, but as we, you know, so as we as we get older, for, for me, my ADHD got much more of a problem. I don't know if it got worse. I would say worse, like from a neurological standpoint, but it certainly became much more impactful as I get older. Yes. Um, but it was always sort of, you know, I'm a I'm, I'm a cook professionally, and things are generally fast paced enough, and people are generally telling me what to do enough that I can sort of manage it. I know where to be and at what time. Um, but when we started the podcast and we started Infinite Quest, suddenly. I was back to that, like, oh, okay, now we have to decide what to do and when to do right. it and all that stuff, which in a lot of ways is great. So for example, also um, the technical term for what, uh, you know, the way sleep is affected by ADHD is actually not insomnia. Um, it's delayed sleep phase syndrome, um, which is basically the entire thing is just shifted. So we get oh, tired later, so we fun. wake up later. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not times. fun, well, but it's fun that I just learned something about myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little tidbit. I, that's I, technically our jobs. Um, technically. But it got much harder. It, it, it's really helpful in a lot of ways to be able to go, okay, it's three in the morning. 
but I have work to do, so I'm going to do it now. But it's also very hard where, you know, nobody's going to yell at me if I don't post a TikTok by a certain time today. So I was wondering, are there any, what parts about your podcasting profession slash media creator profession are made harder because of your ADHD and made easier because of your ADHD? Oh, damn, that's a good question. Um, I, I would say it's the parts that feel like school are the hardest part. So doing notes and doing research and especially because in terms of getting our research done, uh, the more we've grown and the bigger we've gotten after four years, we want to be really, really careful about how we do our research. Not that we ever like went through any sort of scandal or anything, but just growing up and realizing, Hey, we're reporting pretty dark information. We should, we need to be as accurate and as respectful as possible. So, uh, research takes hours out of my my research time. I mean like it takes at least two full days of research every week and that I try to avoid until the last minute because I just don't want to do it and then I end up staying up all night trying to get it done and then I every time we record I'm super tired so that is probably the part I like the least um but in terms of the freedom I First of all, my favorite uh, quality, which I don't even know if I should attribute it to ADHD, but I, uh, my level of creativity, I pride myself in being super creative mm. and I have these random bursts of what I think are really good ideas. It doesn't matter <laughs> if anyone else thinks they're good, but um, those random bursts are my favorite part. And the fact that I'm working in an industry or, you know, in a business where I can just put content out. And if I think it's funny, awesome. And if it sticks at six. And so I've liked that I have the time to do things like that. I just don't like that. I end up focusing on those things more because I'm trying to avoid the nitty gritty work. Yeah. That's um, we, we refer to that in the ADHD community as procrastivity. <laughs> oh, I love that. You're procrastinating, you but up. in a productive, productive way. No, I think, uh, Camden ADHD said it to say, me for the like, first time. That's not. A I'm thing. gonna. I'm gonna use it. I. It totally makes sense to me. So. Now. Um. Oh my gosh. So one of the things that I'm really interested in, and this doesn't have anything to do with ADHD. I just found oh. it out because uh, you know, just a little Google googling of our of our new friend M. So you you went to clown college. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. So actually, I was gonna because I creeped on you as well. I was gonna say we should be friends in real life because I am trying right now. I'm well before the pandemic. I was being mentored to join the Magic Castle, um, and I know wait, you're. Wait, wait, you do magic? Well, I I'm an aspiring magician. I saw that you're part of the IBM, so I am thinking you're like pretty intense in terms of skill. <laughs> um, I I so. I, I, yes, I was a clown. Um, I was desperate to not do sports. And so my mom said, you have to do something after school. And I got too frustrated with instruments. My mom took me to like a couple guitar lessons or something. I was like, fuck this. And she was like, well, pick something. And I made a joke about clown school and it just became a thing. Um, so I went to clown school. I was the youngest at the time, at least the youngest licensed clown on the East coast. Um, so I could do, I was licensed to do birthday parties, circuses and hospital visits. And part of my classes, one of my like electives was magic. And so I've always thought, oh, I'm going to really get into it. And I know, like, I know magic for five-year-olds. I'm really good at magic for five-year-olds. Um, but in terms of like 
the parts of magic I really want to get involved in. I'm just so terrible. And I've been trying to spend the pandemic learning and I'm just not very good. So I'm trying. The light I feel in this moment is overwhelming <laughs> and profound. Um, if you ever want to mentor someone, please God help me. Cause I, I'm Terrible. Got you, fam. Um, yeah, it's it's out. Like this doesn't matter. This is we'll probably edit this part out. But like, no, whatever. I like I had this like really weird thing where, and I don't know if you've had this, but like I I have that cool like hyper focus thing where mm. it's like, oh, now I'm really into magic. Now I'm really into whatever. Blah, oh, blah. every every that's probably my biggest symptom that it was just like a flashing light this whole time and I never noticed. But I I'm hyper focused on a different thing every single day for the last twenty eight years. <laughs> what is the weirdest hobby that you've picked up and like hyper focused oh. on for like two weeks fuck that's the hardest that's, the know, right? <laughs> that's my favorite question to ask ADHD people because we, like it is such like a I I feel like it is truly such a like a universal experience of like hey remember the time when you rented a cello like everybody's oh played the cello. Everybody's started like the like has a ukulele. Like it, there's like these. Shut weird... up! That's so mean. Don't talk about my ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the frame. <laughs> <laughs> there's a frame within our. Um, uh, so, uh, by the way, no. dare I suggest that for this show you make a bingo of, of random things everyone has hyper focused on at some point and see who wins. Um, that is a really good a idea. Profoundly good idea, and I will be using that in a TikTok, and I will dedicate it to you. Thank you. It's a, it's a, I feel like it's a bingo game that everyone with ADHD would know they would win. They would either seconds. win or lose, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so what's the weirdest thing? Wow. Um, well, for a while, I wanted to learn the ukulele specifically so that my reward to myself afterwards would be to learn the banjo, because I've always wanted to learn the banjo. And then I found out that there's a, a an instrument called the banjo lele, which is both, and it lights up which I, I'm a sucker for things that light up. So um, <laughs> my goal over the pandemic, one of them was to learn that. Another has been magic. Um, down here on my geek shelf are a bunch of Pokemon cards that I collected for a solid year. And I have quite the collection and now I don't know what to do with it because I'm not hyper-focused on it anymore. Um, I'm really into like Marvel superheroes. I really got into jam and jellies and canning. <laughs> I got into tea one summer. I was obsessed with tea. And then I like threw myself like a tea party where I like tried a hundred different types of tea. <laughs> Same thing happened with hot sauce. Um, it's a lot, there's a lot. I mean, and most of it has to do with, um, food. And most of it has to do with like a skill I can learn. So like I got really uh, into like blacksmithing at one point, and then I was like desperate to join a. Like, Shut a the fuck up! What? Why? Why are we the same person? <laughs> I really wanted to be. Actually, when I first met my girlfriend, she was like, you know, my one of the most interesting things about you was you said you were trying to become a blacksmith, and then like that never happened. Was were you just trying to like hit on me? Was that like a weird flirting thing? And I had genuinely been trying to join a blacksmith group to be trained as a blacksmith, but they were all too far away. I'm really into tiny houses. I actually like have gone so far as to like, I was like a day away from purchasing a tiny house or purchasing the plot to build a tiny house. Um, so my impulse control is out of whack. It's all bit. It's all bad. I don't know. I, I, currently, the thing that I'm obsessing over is um, that I am going to make what I've been calling a creepy coat, which is I wanted a denim jacket and I want to collect all these patches and pins that have to do with like ghosts and ghost adjacent things. Um, I've also really been getting into the idea of memorizing all the counties of the country, like to memorize every state individually and learn all of the towns. 
and then try to find the best ice cream place in each of those locations. I wholeheartedly support you on this journey. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, my mother's going to hear this episode and be like, I should have really gotten you checked out a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, as someone who spent two years as a blacksmith, um, Shut up! I, are you yeah. trying to mentor? Wait a minute. Hang on. Could you be my magician blacksmith? Yes. Um, that's like a real, like that is, and what is actually doubly funny about your story is that the night that I met my husband, I was like, I'm a blacksmith. Like that was like the card that I played to like get in with him. It's a real thing. You know what, what I'm learning is hundred percent of the time. It works hundred percent of the time. hundred percent so. is, is a two out of two so far. So yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're also an ADHD blacksmith, please send us an email. Let no, us know how that went for no you. No wonder I'm not married. I don't, I'm not a blacksmith. Yeah. You, gotta, gotta, you just gotta move, my dude. walk up to anyone and see what happens. It's at it's, least a conversation starter. It's a litmus test. Hey everybody, it's me, Katie Osaurus. Congratulations, you made it to the middle of the episode. You should have a glass of water to celebrate. Aha, I tricked you into drinking water, I guess. Good job. Okay, so anyway, um, I've decided that for this week's uh, intermission break, we would do a very quick Q&A. Um, and our first question comes from Brina Marina, who wants to know, where did you get your glasses? Well, Brina Marina, I got my glasses from zlul.com, and you can too. If you go to zlul.com, that's Z-E-E-L-O-O-L.com, and use code KDO, you can get 10% off your entire order, which ain't a bad deal. All right, so next question. Uh, Brittany Bell wants to know, where... Where did you get your glass, Eric? All of these questions are just people asking me where I get but, my glasses. But Katie, where did you get your glasses? I got my glasses from zelo.com. That's Z- that, Katie. C E E L O O L.com. Two E's and two O's. Yeah, Z double E L double O L. That's so cool. It, it, it is. And also, if you look at it, the L O O L looks like a pair of glasses. Oh, it also spells Lulies backwards. That's fun. <laughs> this is really top-notch advertising. It really is, Katie. That's what they pay us for. It's, they really do. They pay us those big, big bucks for it. But Katie, the real question, Katie, Yes. is can I get 10% off my order? You can get 10% off your order. No way. Order. How do I do that? Yeah, you can do it by using code KDO for 10% off your order. Oh, that's pretty cool. Do I have to like spend a certain amount or is it just like 10% off It's order? 10% off just your order. This, Dude, it doesn't matter. That's sweet. So I if know. I spend like 50 bucks... Katie, how much money off the order is it? Oh my god. You got this. Time's up. It's five dollars. Five dollars. It's five dollars. That's a decent chunk of change, Katie. That's it solid. is. And if you spent five hundred dollars, you would get fifty cents off. <laughs> you would get fifty dollars, Katie. Come I on. know. I was I was just joshing. I, I knew know. I knew that one. That was good. Anyway, this completely useless commercial break is sponsored by zlol.com. That's Z-E-E-L-O-O-L.com. Use code KDO for 10% off your order. They told us our commercials could be whatever we wanted. Sorry. Thanks, Zlul. Now, back to the episode. We, we should try harder next time. Yeah, we will. Next time. Next time. I love this because the next question is, and this is a thing that has happened in my life, and I don't know if this mm. is true for you, but like what I have found is that you do the clown college, you you do the blacksmith training, you learn the ukulele, it's like whatever the thing is. Right. And maybe for like two weeks, three weeks, you get that like good, good dopamine mean rush, and then you 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 know you fall away from it or whatever. 
but there's always that moment there's always a moment like three years later or four years later where it's like I became the entertainment director of the Georgia Renaissance Festival. And it was because I had costume design experience and directing experience and act, like right. I had all of the things that I needed. Mm-hmm. Have you found that, that like your weird hobbies, they always sort of come back at like the time that you need them? Oh, one of my favorite parts of, I, I guess one of my favorite parts of ADHD, we're allowed to say that, is that like- Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, one of my favorite things about it so far in terms of like what the symptoms have offered me like i think one of the best consequences is that i am just like a jack of all trades in terms of very odd trivia and skills yeah and uh i mean and they're always in places i never really expected to happen so i really want to one of my biggest regrets is um in life just in general is that i'm not very handy and i really hate that I really like if I wasn't a podcaster I would probably at some point end up in construction just because I just so badly want to build things and be proud of them um and do you know anything about building things that you're proud of no I definitely don't have this robot head that I spent this is is now show and tell hour this is show and tell Eric built this robot out of cardboard last night look at this a thing that he did bam bam how on earth okay now you're my mentor I'm so impressed (laughs) You deserve so much praise for that. That's incredible. That's incredible. You should about be... having a podcast is how it's an auditory medium and we're doing show and tell. That's, that's, this, is, this is good podcasting, right? Here. You should be so proud of yourself because people like me who don't have that ability are so jealous of you. That would look so cool. Well, thanks. Well, you were, you were a prop builder, are a prop builder, aren't you? Isn't that hysterical? Yeah. I, so I, in hysterical in terms of like, I am not handy. Um, so I did make props for TV and film for three years, but what a lot of people think is when I say that they think that I'm like in charge of like making all the fucking spaceships and explosives <laughs> and stuff, but like I made the bullshit things that nobody cares about. Like I made the menu in the background of the restaurant. Like I made the water bottle label. Like, so to me it was super cool because it was exactly like my foot in the door of like my level of skill um and so i am really proud of it i'm not trying to just poo poo on it like if i watched there's a lot of shows i'll watch now where i point at it and i'm like oh i made that that's fun to see but so in terms of pride it gives me that while also not really having the ability to back it up but everyone thinks i have the ability which is fun well well, well may i may i recommend coffee stirs <laughs> just just real quick just next time you're at a you're at a starbucks or something just grab a handful keep scissors super glue and coffee stirs around and if if you and you eventually you will have built the world i promise <laughs> I, so I have my own little kit of like random things. Like I'm a big collector of boxes, um, tiny boxes, because I'm like, they, they can be, so like, this is my portable sound booth and it's made from a box. Oh, hey, one of those. It's just, thank you. It's a box and tape. So I appreciate the astounding report back, but uh, (laughs) it's not that great, but I, I keep little boxes because I'm like, oh, I could find something for this. And I have uh, like a bag of like paints and arts and crafts and stuff. Coffee stirrers I don't have, but we'll now be adding to the mix. Oh, absolutely. You got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Eric, Eric is a master coffee stirrer model. Like I, I was like, oh, cool. You make shit out of coffee stirrers. But then he showed me like an artiste, a true artiste. <laughs> I, it's fantastic. I mean, you made that one thing last night, like in one night. 
It, it was like a day and a half. Yeah, a day and a half, something like that. Okay, small potatoes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I mean, that that looked like it had coffee stirrers on it. No, that... Actually, what are the little, no, the little teeth? It's the... It's, oh, this is... Um, so this is corrugated cardboard, and then I remove the top layer. Oh, fun. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm so tempted. Katie stopped me from going and getting my coffee stirrer You're not right going to get your coffee... Like, no, hyper-focus? No, audio medium. Hyper -focus After this, I want... I'm not kidding. I would like pictures of that. I, that sounds so fun. Oh, absolutely. We got you. We, well, I mean, okay, I, cool. we also have to send you the Ian McKellen video because it's very important that you know that it exists because it's one of the best things on the internet. Yeah, well, Perfect. I also want to point out specifically about... Because you, you've just now stated several times you don't consider yourself to be handy um which i just something in my head is like no that, that's not true you haven't unlocked the handy skill tree yet <laughs> i have it's somewhere I have, in there i have the desire and it's really 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 big I, like i i really want it but i just don't know how to do it and i i'm afraid of failure so basically if i can't sculpt mm -hmm. you know the statue of david on the first try i'm out well see so. that's 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 the the gift of the coffee stir my uh -huh. friends that oh is the gift God. of the coffee stir because if you're working with inopportune materials and inopportune tools of course it's not going to be perfect that right. allows you to forgive yourself for it not being perfect if it looks anything like what you pictured hey you're working with coffee stirs and, and pair of scissors like that's a win so I, that's so, why i would recommend starting with coffee stirs <laughs> i'm with you my only fear is that well i guess it's not really fear because i i am lucky to have some really <laughs> wonderful friends who would like pat me on the back for too long of a time if I showed them my coffee stir uh, collection if I wasn't very good at it but one of the things is a lot of my friends in LA I met through working at the prop house and they were working in departments where they know what they're doing and so I'll go over to their houses and they're like look at this little like UFO I 3d printed and I'm like what the fuck like I like I look at this stick figure I drew so like one of my like big claim to fame is like I did all the like most of the drawings for the first season of Stranger Things which cool. is like which is like stick figures that a 10 year old did like so like I'm like yeah it's cool but also I had to have zero skill but then I could <laughs> hang out with my friends and that's like my only humble brag I can do and they're like well I made a robot and I'm like okay well I don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> that's like the the world in which we inhabit is getting smaller and smaller because fun fact most of season three of Stranger Things was shot at the Georgia Renaissance Festival. The oh, that's so fun. Yeah, the carnival and stuff. So like, yeah, I like worked on that show. <laughs> I strange. That's awesome. Stranger Things three, I didn't work on. I had left at that point for the podcast, but Stranger Things one and two, um, I made all the Eggo waffle boxes for. Cool. That's yeah, really what? cool. That's like a that's like iconic shit. That was that was my my pride and joy because it was like a part of like halloween costumes and like action figures and stuff so that was like oh i mean literally it's an ego box and nobody is holding my name to it but i can look <laughs> at it and be like i made the ones that you saw that made you want to wear the costume so that's that, that feels fun. very cool claim to fame that is iconic Thank yeah <laughs> in stranger things that is iconic yeah that's, that's real neat Thank you. Props, i have no follow-up questions that's just very cool <laughs> um, well actually this is probably a good time to kind of start wrapping up a little bit um so one of the things that i i wanted to ask you um is as someone um because honestly like i think in a lot of ways like we both have like a fairly new diagnosis like yours is a little younger than mine but i've only really had a diagnosis for like two or three years at this point mm. so like what advice do you have for somebody who's like watching the TikToks and going like oh my god that's me like i see myself like 
what what feedback would you give to those people in terms of like what is what is good about the diagnostic process what is not like what what has that been like for you uh wow hard left from ego boxes (laughs) no you're you're both real your your questions are very good um i guess well, the only thing I can really go off of is is what I did, which was I really leaned into the algorithm. And the second that something felt fishy or seemed like too in alignment with with how I've been living my life, I I just kind of followed the trail, and um, I ended up having my whole TikTok algorithm algorithm just be different people talking about ADHD, which is how I found you. I think I probably found you actually not as early as the summer. I think I found you closer to like. Uh, August, September. Cause I remember that was when I was really like hyper-focused probably, which is ironic on finding out if I had ADHD and, uh, and a lot of the videos were just fun facts about ADHD. Like, Hey, do you do this thing that you always thought was normal? Or, uh, Hey, if you've been doing this thing, you might have ADHD. So I just, I looked up ADHD on, in the search bar on TikTok and just watched pretty much any video that showed up. And that's, I know that's not really like super fun advice, but that's great. It's 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 researching at your own pace. Like I think that's phenomenal advice. Is you don't I, have to learn it all at once. You don't have to become an expert overnight. It's learn in like the time and the places that you can. Like I think that's wonderful. Advice. Yeah. Thank you. I well, I also think that the TikTok is almost the perfect platform for that because it's so bite sized, and I don't have to commit any real effort, even though I ends up committing hours of my time, but that's how it gets <laughs> right. you. But, uh, you know, you keep thinking like, oh, I've only, there's only one more 10 second video after this. And with your lack of impulse control, it's pretty simple to just keep going, but then you're also learning at the same time. So, um, yeah, I just kept watching. And then eventually I started Googling my, and doing my own research just because so many videos I was liking them. And I was like, okay, there's too many thing, too many similarities here. Um, and then just through research, I ended up trying to find a psychiatrist. I really didn't give them a choice either in terms of diagnosing me. I just, I told them, I was like, I know for a fact at this point, like without question, I have ADHD. We're going to get me medicated. And uh, one thing that kind of sucks about it is I still actually haven't found the medication that works for me. So mm, I'm yeah. still operating on basically no help. Um I have a therapist, I have a psychiatrist, which is great. That's definitely a huge step. Um, and I'm very aware of how terrible our <laughs> healthcare system oh, can be yeah, because I, um, before I found them, I went through a few other psychiatrists who are still running on the, uh, stigma that like, you know, people born female, you know, maybe don't have it because they're not showing the, the true symptoms and all this. So I had a lot of people kind of brush me off or not give me the attention that I, I know I needed. Um, and just finding a psychiatrist period was super terrible. And then to finally find one to get my hopes up that they wouldn't take me seriously also sucked. So I only got a psychiatrist maybe two months ago and I really started taking this seriously last summer. Um, so it took me a year to even find a psychiatrist who's willing to work with me. Uh, but I don't know, I'm, I'm super new in terms of medication and it's, sucks because I'm dealing with all the side effects of medication that isn't helping me in the long run. So yeah, that can be, it can be really tough. And that's something that we hear a lot from people. Yeah, absolutely. I think 
it's 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 starting to take medication is like very much so the beginning of this huge journey and it's something to be taken very seriously my my greatest advice or my greatest my my most my greatest advice (laughs) this shall be my like a like a wise sage (laughs) was just to, to 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 note everything um and choose a confidant, somebody that sees you all the time and oh, yeah. would recognize if you're behaving different and give them permission to say like, hey, you know, you haven't eaten very much today or you notice you haven't been sleeping, right? Because when you have ADHD, mm-hmm. those things are really hard to notice in yourself. And then also I would suggest listening to that person, Eric, if they tell you that you need to eat a meal, Eric. I do. I do. Well, it's also hard because I, I also cook every meal for us. That's true. This Just saying. True. This is true. It's, you're okay. Right. I'm, 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 very good I'm, Humble brag. Okay. You just cook every meal for Eric. Well, is, I guess you're a Eric is a phenomenal chef. Like, and we have this like really weird thing in our partnership where Eric is incapable of caring for himself, but will care for me. And I'm incapable of caring for myself, but I will care for Eric. And so like but we isn't have that this perfect like, this very weird relationship where like Eric will cook if he knows he's going to feed me, but he won't cook for himself. And so like we've we've de- <laughs> like developed this like very wonderful and beautiful partnership of like we just support each other by caring for the other person. That it's feels really nice. perfect. That feels really really beautiful. It's like t- it's like the uh I don't know, like two misfit toys found each other and and made it work. I mean, it definitely uh, is. Yeah. It, <laughs> it makes me think this is kind of one of those things in hindsight where now I realize that it was it's somewhat ADHD adjacent, but one of my best friends in college who did have ADHD, which, wow, it's all hitting me in this exact moment. Welcome. We call to that my... a podcast breakthrough. Congratulations on having yours. Welcome to my brain exploding on the spot. But uh, my best friend in college, she had ADHD and I just never really thought about it because I never, we just didn't talk about it. I just knew it about her and that was it. But I'm imagining that we were both kind of that similar uh functional dysfunction but perfect for each other such uh, i remember a lot of times um we would have whenever we would get really stressed out we would do something together in terms of hygiene which is actually really my brain is blowing my mind it's uh, hang on hang on my brain. <laughs> okay <laughs> take take all the time you need. this happens a lot on this pocket we don't know why but there's something about it's just like i don't know that's the thing that happens well, it's okay so we used to call each other bro because we would make we were making fun of all the other people who like legitimately were in bro bances and we call each other bro. So we we called each other bro and we would have this thing called bro brush where we would brush each other's teeth together when we got really stri- stressed out. Not each other's teeth. We would, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the confusion and panic on Eric's face. We would get that would by the way would be very intimate oh yeah it'd be that. like the like a champagne glass when you hook your arms <laughs> together like you know? <laughs> well i remember i think it started because she would say that like she had trouble remembering to brush her teeth or maybe like i did or someone did but it turned into whenever we got really stressed we would take a couple minutes and just brush our teeth and we would just stand next to each other and like hold each other accountable to like calm down and uh it probably the healthiest my teeth have ever been because we would brush our teeth like 10 times a day um uh, so eric has a very important I question, my last question yeah um yeah so i asked this question of all of our guests because oh, it's God. one of my favorite questions ever and katie is 
I think you're sort of lemoning this where like you kind of disapproved in the beginning, but now you're just leaning hard into it. It's I it's my hatred of this question is ironic. I, know, I can see in your eyes that you think it's an amazing question. I think it's because you haven't figured out what your answer is yet. Anyways, the question <laughs> is, the question is as follows. Would you rather if you could, you know, Thanos snap your finger? Oh, we didn't talk about Marvel. Yeah, next time. Oh, oh man, chills just ran down my spine. Hang on. <laughs> like, next time. Uh, next we, time. we we are a Marvel household, so uh, oh. it's like a, it's it's a whole thing. So I've worked on eight different Marvel movies. If that makes sense. Oh, okay, we're going long. What um, <laughs> which movies did you work on? <laughs> I worked on from Guardians of the Galaxy two to Captain Marvel. Wow, so, that's so cool. In what? some capacity, I left right when they were just starting to do very early stuff for um endgame would were you a a, a prop person or a a, a script no 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 i so my this is a if i don't know i don't know who needs to hear it but a lot of people think that because i worked in props that means i was lucky enough to be on set and hanging out with celebrities all the time and just like doing prop stuff in my weird little corner um but i actually worked for essentially uh a walmart full of fake props it was like a massive massive warehouse of props and uh each department was responsible for a different uh a different step in making the prop so i was in graphics so i was working with a lot of photoshop people and um like a- applying labels on products and things like that and there were different departments who worked on uh paint or rubber molding or um just plain old storage and so i mean I didn't get to work in it in like a, a way that most people think is super flashy in Hollywood. Um, but the way it was basically a, an arts and crafts office job where I would get work orders and have to make things. So I knew what I was working on and I would just have to wait until I saw it in the movie to see if it actually got on screen. That's so cool. That's, that's kind of my the dream. The overlap of our lives is, is like, I know like fascinating to me. <laughs> like there, I, like, I, well, fuck, I can't even talk about it yet. Cause it's not out, but there's like a thing that happened at the Ren fair and I was like, part of it and it was like a whole thing i have to edit that part out <laughs> that's fine you said a that's... thing that happened at the renfrey that is vague enough plenty vague it's plenty vague we've, we've also been watching we're having a i know we're a marvel house but we're having a batmanathon and uh oh, really just when i see all those miniature props and like the things like if i could just sit in a warehouse for the rest of my life and make those props Ugh. it really it was such a fun job if it weren't for something as cool as the podcast coming up i would have never quit it, it i mean there were obviously it was like any old job so eventually some of the magic ties yeah, um sure. and there's a lot of politics to it that i'm not a big fan of but in terms of like a cool job where not too much was expected of me but i got really nice like i got to see it on tv later that was like just the the dream so that's really that cool amazing. we can definitely talk about marvel too eventually don't worry we'll we'll chat after the interview <laughs> so, me. all right well, ask your damn question all right, so my question my uh, damn question um, so if you could Thanos snap your fingers and become instantly, um, fluent in every language on earth and eloquent in every language on earth or masterful at every instrument on earth, which uh. would you do? Who? <laughs> um, I guess. I don't know. I want I want to say the instruments because I like for the cool factor, but I also really want to be able to talk to every single person and hear 
as much drama from people as possible. Like, <laughs> I want to know everyone's weird family drama. That's like my favorite thing in the whole world. So uh, I'm going to say the speaking in all languages. For the family drama. For the family drama. That's purely that's for just, the drama. We get a lot of different answers to that question. Some people are like immediately like on it. They're just like, oh, dude, language, of course. That's 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 the most specific and close to my heart reason ever. I want to hear people's family drama. Wouldn't it be I'm, cool to be able to go to anywhere and just be like, so tell me about your mother. Like, if I could have if I could have a wild dream, it would be to be a, a true fly on the wall for every real dramatic family Thanksgiving dinner. Like it's just <laughs> so juicy and perfect to me. One of the things that I do for, and that's why we drink shameless plug, by the way, no, is that um, on our Patreon, I do like Marvel Mondays, I do um, something called London Fog Fridays because I'm obsessed with London Fogs from Starbucks. Um, there's another one I do called Tea Time Tuesday where I drink tea while people submit their drama and I anonymously like respond to it. And so <laughs> it's like my favorite day of the week because I just get, we have a an I Know a Murderer count too, which is kind of like horrific that so many people chime in that listen to our show and they're like, oh, I know someone who has like a terrible story. So a lot of the drama turns into that, but I really live for the like, I've been having an affair for nine years or I know my best friend has been having an affair for nine years. And because I'm removed enough I can appreciate it without judgment because it's not part of my life, but it seems to do very well is just knowing other people's drama and doing nothing with it. I just want the knowledge. Just want the knowledge. I love that so much. That's, Thank that's you. wonderful. It, it's really like probably one of like my worst personality traits in that I'm like so eager to hear other people's issues and then do nothing about it. But I really just, I live for it. Like just- it's my dopamine spike of just hearing like what's going on in someone's life. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, at least I'm not going through that. <laughs> it's like, right. Would you like a free dopamine spike before you go? Yeah, I sure would. This is a true story about me. This is a real 100% true story. I'm going to tell you, this is going to okay. be the end of the podcast. It's a weird end of the podcast, but it's going to be the end. I was best friends with my own sister at summer camp for two years. And I didn't know she was my sister. Yeah, that's exactly. Hang on, my brain is vibrating. That's exactly <laughs> what I needed. I, uh, uh yeah, I, 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 like the movie Parent Trap. I watched that movie as a child, and I went, "Yeah, that's plausible because that really happened to me." I mean, she wasn't my twin, but that's a real thing that happened to me in my life. Is I met my own sister at summer camp. <laughs> Brilliant. That's a congratulations there you on go. your sister. That's, and that's also, a completely unnecessary story. There you go. Uh, no, the one of the re I so I one of my, oh I never even mentioned this. One of my big like hyperfixations is my family tree. But one of the main reasons I got an ancestry account was because I was praying I would find a random sibling in the mix. I just wanted something like that, and I didn't get it. So I'm kind of actually mad at my parents for their faithfulness in each other. Uh, it's, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm my like I'm adapted, but uh, like I just found a new sister on TikTok. That's how I found out I had another sister. She just we're messaged talk, me on TikTok. We're gonna have to talk about this after. This, this, this the life thing. and times of Katie I don't know how we got here, but you know what? It's an ADHD podcast. Shh, deal with it, <laughs> listeners. If there wasn't, if there wasn't a tangent, it wouldn't make sense. Oh, it right. wouldn't. All right. Well, this is the this is a wrap up moment. Ready yeah. For the wrap up? Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna do like a like a, a pluggy kind of deal or something like that? That's what yeah. People you know do we know podcasts. we have you know we know you have a little small podcast just up and coming. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, know we thought we'd help just, you out. You know, I just wanted to throw you a bone. So thank you. Uh, no, my podcast is called and that's why we drink. We put out new episodes every Sunday. Um, half of it is uh, true crime, half of it's paranormal. I happen to be the paranormal side where I talk about ghosts and aliens and conspiracy theories. Also, um, just to like give a 
topical shout out. Um, the most recent, in the most recent weeks, we've also been covering more of a, a darker few episodes where I'm doing a, a deep dive on QAnon um, just because cool. we found out a lot of people that listen to our show are being affected by that and losing loved ones. So even if you don't like paranormal stuff or true crime stuff, if you are someone dealing with QAnon in your life, you can hop over and listen to those episodes and get a little uh, uh, instant education on that. So that's awesome. That is awesome. Cool. Well, all right. Well, do you want to call? Uh, well, I was just gonna. I was. I was gonna insecurely clarify that when I say that's awesome, it's not awesome. People's like, <laughs> I got awesome you. that you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank so you. Awesome. It, it was a quite a migraine to uh, try to learn something that is, in my opinion, very illogical. So, um, it. If it's helping someone, then I did yeah, my job. The work, the work that you're doing is genuinely important right now, and that's that's yeah, it is. that is awesome. So thank you. All right, M. Schultz, thank you so much for being here. If you're not listening to their podcast, and that's why we drink, what are you even doing with your life? Um, I'm Katie Osaurus, and I'm Hey Goo, and this has been Infinite Quest. I thought we were going to say it together, be, we've but never we've done never that done it that way before. But <laughs> I don't know why that's what I wanted it to be. <laughs> I loved it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Infinite Quest this week. Thanks so much for listening. Stay tuned next week. We got a big week. On Tuesday, I'm going to be uploading the next installment of ADHD&D. And on Thursday, we're going to have our Kink Part 2 episode posted. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much again for listening. And if you like the show, please do share us wherever you do your social media stuff, your Twitters, your, your Instagrams, your Facebooks, all that kind of stuff. Thank you to all of our patrons, especially our newest patrons, Natalie, Amanda, Pierce, Claire, and David. Thank you so much. It really means the world to us. Just real quick, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Hmm. Anyways, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us.